0: hey guys thanks for tuning in to another episode of what in the wellness as always i love to hear your feedback suggestions for new topics questions that you would like answered maybe even a guest that you would like to have on or maybe you'd like to be the guest yourself either way i'd love to hear from you please feel free to reach me by email or message Uh, you guys know where to do that now let's get started for today's episode Hey guys, in this episode, you get to hear the recorded conversation between me and JC, um, all about the emotional labor that women carry and about building that support system and really taking care of yourself and being present in the moment because life is short and it is a gift and we really never know what's going to happen. This episode gave us a little bit of problems with the tech stuff. So you're gonna notice um, that we had to move up from our original recording, recording platform to this one. Um, and then we still had some glitchy spots here and there. So we do apologize for those technical difficulties, but I'm sure you can still hear at the heart of the message and the fantastic person that JC. You have probably heard him before. He has another episode that came out during our Harvest series. And this one was actually recorded earlier uh, because we were talking about it during the time of October during breast cancer awareness. And his wife is someone who is fighting that and battling that and a survivor right now. And um, his story is incredible, both personally and with his family. I'm excited for you to hear this conversation and I really know you're gonna enjoy it. So let's get started. One, Welcome back to another episode of What in the Wellness? I'm Ansley Knopf, and today we are talking with JC Nieves, and he is here to talk about the emotional labor that women carry throughout their lives and the effects that that has on many aspects of their life and their health. I'm so excited to have him here. He's not only a personal trainer, he's also an, a certified online trainer, a precision nutrition level one coach, and as um, one of my personal favorites, a Girls has gone strong coach, their level one women's coaching specialist. He has an incredible story. An incredible spouse who has an incredible story, and he's an exceptional coach. I'm excited to have him here. And George, go ahead and take it away. Tell me anything that we need to know about you before we get started with our conversation today.
1: Well, thank you, Ansley, for having me on this awesome uh, podcast. Much appreciated. Yes, uh, my full name is Jorge uh, Colonieves, and as you mentioned, yes, I'm a personal trainer, online trainer as well, uh, PN coach, level one, and women's coaching specialist at once as well. So tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, I used to weigh 230 pounds uh, a long time ago. So I have experienced uh, firsthand how the mindset when it comes to weight loss, how difficult it can be. Uh, I've been Mm -hmm. married for 22 years. I have two sons. Uh, The oldest one is 19 and my youngest is 15. Uh so for right now, even that other guy I have zero sporting ability. So <laughs> yeah. Uh every sports that I tried, it really it never clicked with me. Uh to this day, I don't know why. The problem with that is as a kid and as a boy, that led to poor self-esteem. I was lacking like, confidence, uh, a sense of belonging when it comes to you know the toughest times during uh, high school. It was very mm-hmm. difficult. Uh I was always picked last for everything. So it really, it, it was not a healthy way to, uh, to get raised, I will say so. Uh, to this day, because of all that experience, I still don't play sports. And that's why I mostly lift weights by myself because it's just me against me. I really don't like hanging out with, uh, with other men because I feel like I have no, no connection. And I think that revolves around the bullying, and all the self-image that was created during high school. Uh, mm. its It was tough, not going to lie. Uh, the reason I'm impa- and really passionate about uh, helping women is it goes back to my childhood. My mom, my grandma, they all had very strong uh, personalities and they're really stuck up to what they believe in. And mm. most importantly, because uh my wife Layla, and she is really really an inspiration to me because right now she's battling uh breast cancer she's been fighting it since 2016 and and she is really really fighting i mean she's in considering all the stuff that she has gone through she's doing fantastic and i definitely uh, feel inspired by that
0: wow that's amazing
1: um
0: that's I, I would want to just stay there for a minute because that experience and just you can literally hear your admiration and your just solid love for her and how you guys support each other is incredible. We could talk about just that. Um, I love that you have such a beautiful heritage of strong women that helped you feel um, good about yourself and around women and that you have now embraced that to help empower women to feel good about themselves and just passing that on. That's just a testament to the work and the, like the long-term effects that women can have with children in their lives and how, not just their children, because you mentioned your grandma and your sister as well. um, But just the people in their lives and what, what effects that can have later on. So there's both a negative, but very positive as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's incredible. Um, Anything Anything interesting? I know you mentioned in your interest and accomplishments that you're a, you're a beekeeper. Like what? <laughs>
1: yes. I love I started beekeeping. Uh, I think this is my moving into my fourth year as a beekeeper, I started as a hobby, and it's still a hobby, but I, I love bees. I love what they do for the environment. I firmly believe that I don't know if you know, but you know bees are dying worldwide, so I do my best to kind of keep the population as healthy as I can. So I harvest the honey. Uh, eventually, I will harvest the uh, the wax they generate, all the things to that effect. But uh, roughly, I got five hives right now, and eventually, I would like to wow. expand a little bit more. I leave them be. Uh, all the honey is organic. I don't treat them for anything. I just I just love bees. They're fantastic animals, fantastic insects. Yep. I also. I'm I'm
0: so glad that you're doing this because I totally believe that bees need to be safe for the that environment, but that's definitely not for me. <laughs> I love it. I to,
1: I've been stung so many times, so I lost track.
0: Oh, wow. So do you have like the best immune system in the world when it comes to allergies?
1: I then? don't know. You know what? I, I still get seasonal allergies. But okay. yeah, okay. I don't, uh, at the very beginning, I used to swell up really bad, but now it, it, just, it just burns, but the swelling doesn't happen. So I guess i built immunity after a while.
0: Wow. Okay. That's so oh, cool. They're
1: awesome. They're <laughs> really awesome. I love, I love my bees. I can stare watch it. I <laughs> can amazing. just stay there watching them do their things. And it's, it's real fun. It's really fun.
0: That is so fascinating. And I was actually just at a store today, a local market, and they had local honey from local beekeepers. And I was like, Oh, there's the local honey. Cause I searched and searched in grocery stores and we couldn't find any. And so I was like, Oh, I should have just come here all along. Um, and whenever I see that, I'm like, Oh, right. Local honey means local yes. beekeepers. And I was like, so glad so, someone's yes. doing that. So, so I don't for have to- your <laughs>
1: beekeepers. That's important. Uh, if you get organic <laughs> bee, you know, honey from a store, it's not going to do you any good. It just doesn't have the pollen. It doesn't have the local area, uh, pollens. That's going to help you build the immunity for the seasonal allergies. So if you can buy local buy local always,
0: Mm, I love that. Yeah. And that's uh, super important. I may actually end up, guys, just go ahead and listeners know, probably bringing him back because um, I have in my mind that we're going to do a healthy harvest topic month for November um, and talking about everything to do with nutrition and food and immune health regarding all of those things and organic and supporting local um, and so I'll probably bring him back to talk about bees awesome. we'll um, and that. honey. And so that would be super fun. Um, cool. Okay. Well, before we jump in the bee trail, because I could definitely, definitely do that right now. Um, you you work with women and you have just a passion for that. You have such a personal connection things um you're really passionate about like you said your your spouse your wife is going through cancer treatments um and you said that was a one of the greatest influences in your personal yes. journey because you learned that you can't you have to let go of things you that can't control the but you can't help them Yes,
1: lives. that was the hardest thing i really to learn during this journey uh mm-hmm. yeah because we as men we try to fix everything but this is something that I just can't fix. I just can't fix this. There's nothing I can do. She has the best care that she can probably she can possibly get. So it was it mm-hmm. was very hard to. And, and going back to my wife, she's the one to that, that actually let me know. Hey, you need to let go. Just just live life. Just you know, it, I'm okay. You just keep doing what you're doing, helping women. You have my full support. Because you can't help me. So help other people. And that's what I've been doing. I've been taking it to heart.
0: Wow. Wow. You guys are amazing. I know. I I feel like I would be super selfish and be like, no, I want all of your attention. And you guys are over here like, okay, well, this is what we can't control. So I'm just going to go over here and help help other women. Yeah. That's incredible. You guys are amazing. Um, Gosh. Okay. So when I think about all, all of these things um right now and you're talking about things that you can't control and i don't know if this is exactly where we wanted to go with this conversation so we may just talk about this and kind of move through it um you're you're one of those go with the flow type people i'm loving this conversation already um when you think of things you can't control and i'm sure people have started asking you because of the relation to what's going on in the world right now I would say a large portion of what's going on in the world that yes. has been going on this entire year have been things and that we can't control. Been, <laughs> so.
1: It's been crazy. I'm glad, to, you know, it's, it's for everybody. It's a year has been a, a turmoil of emotions and, and, and you know, the, our schedules, we don't have schedules anymore. We have to go with the flow right. and, you know, there's children, some of them are going to school. Some of them are doing virtual. Uh, some children are doing half and half. It's, Right now, this year is learn to adapt and overcome. That is the the best advice I have for listeners. It has been tough for all of us. That is the best. Just learn, adapt, overcome.
0: Mm, I like, and that's. I mean, honestly, like we were talking before we started recording about like military life, and you have military experience you're serving currently still as well. And that's, I think that's one of the biggest things that's like militaries are like adapt and overcome. And I used to get so annoyed by that because I'm like, that's just, that's oversimplifying. But I found myself saying that so much um, in particular this year. And I'm like, adapt and overcome, adapt and
1: overcome. (laughs) And it's usually the simplest action. That's what's going to give the the biggest results. Uh, We tend to, I think everyone tries to do more thinking it's going to give you better results but especially the way the year is going, we don't need more, we need to simplify. And uh, I think mm-hmm. that helps us mentally and physically as well.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, wow, okay. So something you were really passionate about the, a topic, and I actually love this topic. I think it's something that's extremely important to talk about right now, because the more women I talk to, as not just the women that I'm coaching, but just women in general, um, we're, I'm talking to them and they're feeling like failures I essentially know, yeah. because they can't do yes. it all. Right. Like, are you yes, hearing that the too? The same
1: thing with my clients uh, and you know, I talk with them okay. and it, it's the same thing They feel that no matter what they cannot get ahead. And mm-hmm. it's brutal is it's really tearing down at their walls and, and making them feel even Less than you know, it's really affecting a lot of women. Most women are being affected by this.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I feel like men are definitely not immune to it. You know, oh, like yeah, you're going through it as well. well.
1: Uh, I think they no, yeah. <laughs> I think the reason is because I mean, I'm a guy, so I I think we don't we as men are not open enough to. Mm -hmm. For societal reasons or anything that, you know, all this, it's just, we feel the same things as everyone else, but because of the expectations on men that we're not supposed to show emotion. But I'm here to tell every reader that, yes, we men feel the same stress, 100%. We just don't talk about it. We should. Definitely, we should talk more about this.
0: Definitely. Um, again, another topic, guys, he's just going to have to come back a lot because I've got like three different topics now that I need to bring him back to talk about. Um, That's so, um, yeah. So the, um, I just want to address that too. There's some personal things that have been going on lately that have just made me realize like talking about and bringing more awareness to, hey guys, I, even though I work with women's health um, and something I saw today as I was doing some, some research is, and I bring this up because Specifically, as we're moving into the next phase of this conversation, um, I think we have this tendency to kind of separate everything out where it's like, okay, women's health, women's mental health, men's health, um, men's mental health. And then we're over here and we're like, okay, yes, men, you need to talk about your emotions and your stress as well. But something I saw today and the way they worded it was very powerful, I thought. And they were like, men's health is a family health issue because what happens is they're either collapsing on the inside or eventually stress gets taken out somewhere. And oftentimes it ends up being within that family environment. And it's like, it's gotta go somewhere. And I was like, that's really powerful. That men's mental health is a family health issue. It's
1: something that I have, it was difficult for me, uh, especially I I, I will say within the first year of the diagnosis is that, look, Mm -hmm. there's all this support for, you know, the the woman going through the treatments and them losing their hair, all the support goes there for us, the spouse, nothing for us. I had to learn and internalize all this emotion and learn to deal with it on my own. And that's something that eventually I would like to experiment and, and maybe, you know, reach out to other men because I To this point, I don't think there's any organization that takes care of the spouse or the man, you know, dealing with all this emotion of carrying all the weight. All of a sudden, you know, our lives are changing completely because my life just did a 180 in in a matter of, of 30 minutes. So Mm. I had no resources to deal with all these emotions and I had to learn with it, you know, to deal with it by myself. And I think uh, we're doing a disservice to a lot of men out there. Again, because we're not talking about these things.
0: Right, yeah, no, I 100% agree. Um, That's, yeah, that's, that's that's gonna be a thing. We're gonna talk more about this for sure because that's something that I'm super passionate about as well as like, because I mean, obviously, you know, adding into that, like you've got that, you know, that community that needs that support with, with something like breast cancer. And then for as like men's mental health, I see that very much close to my heart is, is for veteran yeah. um, mental health, which is obviously male and female, but as you add in the male component to the veteran component, now you've got like oh, a double yeah. whammy there. And then, and so now you're a male and you're, you're a service member as well. Oh, and yeah. you have a wife with breast cancer. Like, You need, you need like all the support system. And I did not have anyone
1: to talk to about this at all. Like I said, I had to, I had to figure this out on my own. And it was brutal. It it was, it was tough.
0: Yeah. So when you're going through that, um, I think one of the main questions that a lot of people have, um, men and women, um, is that, that when you're thinking about caring for other people, and this can be as a coach, this can be as a husband, this can be as a dad. Um, we always want to give, yes. give, 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 give. And when we start talking about things like mental health and self-care, it it feels selfish. Um, it feels like I, I shouldn't spend this time on myself because all of these other people need my attention. They need my help. And you're over here also, you know, as a, you said yourself, you want to fix things and you can't fix this in particular. Um, how how do you move away from thinking that taking care of yourself is a, is a well, selfish thing to Well, it's not selfish
1: at all. And that's something that I definitely preach wholeheartedly to to everyone uh the most important part is and i learned this again on my own that if i don't take care of myself and this goes to everyone if you don't take care of yourself you're not going to be able to take care of the ones you love because you're going to be in your mental health is going to be affected your physical health is going to be affected you're not going to be as productive as you need to be to support your family and it's not selfish Mm -hmm. at all is an act of self-respect and it's an act of self-love and you need to honor yourself and take care of yourself and that's something i I try to instill on all my clients as well it's because a lot of you know mostly women they feel bad for taking care of themselves first but again they have to take care of themselves it's important yeah. It is I mean, vital, it's, it's vital yeah.
0: even, I mean, if you, yeah, it's like, it's not even, we think of self-care as a luxury um, and it's like, that's, it's not it's a luxury. An it's essential. an essential, like, like air or water, yes. you know? <laughs> um, wow. Okay. So I'm thinking about all these questions that I get from clients and probably, probably a lot of the same things that, that you end up talking with your clients about with as well. Um, right now, the, the thing that I'm hearing often from clients is, that it just feels overwhelming to do to even think about self-care like to even take the steps to do self-care they're like I know I should be eating better I know I should be moving I know I should be should be should be you know fill in the blanks but that just feels overwhelming they're like you know are these little things even going to make a difference if I can bring myself to do them where do you even begin to start moving from that sense of overwhelm of oh my goodness, there's all these things, especially if someone had a good routine and then 2020 came in and just then, yeah. you know blew it up.
1: <laughs> yes, I will definitely start. And it's some of the things that I, I try to tell everybody is you, you have to start small. And I know a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, don't feel like small steps actually matter. But the most important part is if you take steps that you can keep doing over and over and over it has a compounding in effect you don't have to every you don't have to do everything all at once because yes especially with this year our schedules have been flipped around completely our lives are completely different hopefully everything gets to some sort of normals in 2021 but right now the best advice that i have is you just start small uh, for example if you had a schedule where you were used to going and work out three days a week, you know what? If you can do two, that's okay. The most important part is to re- keep reinforcing that healthy habit. Because as long as you keep reinforcing that habit, once everything goes back to normal, you, sh- you will be able to jump back to your routine a whole lot quicker. The same thing with eating, uh, the same thing with taking time for yourself and meditating, Rest in proper sleeve. It's the smallest thing because if you can take small steps again to reinforce those habits, that's what's going to help you in the long run.
0: I love that. It, it's just one of those things. It's like, um, I, I think you called it yes. simplicity over complexity, which is super important. And then I always love um, consistency over intensity because I have a lot of people that. that tend to start I and they know, want to do yeah. all things really fast, really hard. And I'm like, no, no, no. Let's just to pick something small and stay consistent with it. And then you can gradually add things in, but you got to have those it's foundational things in. that you can always come back to. Yeah. Um. So I'm sorry. Could, actually, could you repeat that again? Cause I feel like habit, I had it cut out. Really quick.
1: You stack your habits. Yeah. You start with one. Habits. Once you got it, once you go. got that one, that you feel comfortable that it becomes uh, kind of, uh, you're on autopilot. Okay, you're good enough now to put another habit in t- on top of that one, and that's how you start building healthier habits.
0: I love that habit stacking, it sounds so cool. It sounds like I'm playing yeah, like yeah. some sort of Minecraft or something. <laughs> like, everyone that plays Minecraft is like, No, that's not how that Minecraft works Stop. But once in a while, as well. Oh, my goodness. Um, So something, um, now that we're talking about this, we're talking about complexity, we're talking about simplicity, we're talking about just getting started, we're talking about habit stacking, self-care, not feeling overwhelmed. Um, I think one of the biggest causes of overwhelm is uh, just that, that constant worrying of the mind. Like, I feel like I have a million tabs open trying to keep track of everything. And it's not always something I can put my finger on, but I'm always thinking about something. And I always have this feeling of like, my work is never done. And I think you have a term for that, that you like to talk about a lot with women and your clients. Um, oh, do you want to yeah. dive into that a little bit and how that affects, yes, yes, affects 100%. women's lives?
1: That is uh, a lot of women feel just as you describe, And there's actually a term for that. And that is that the term is called emotional label. I mean, labor it's what, well, what is that? What it refers is, uh, let's say it's like an invisible, Uh, it's the undervalued work in keeping other people comfortable and happy and running the home and running the kids to sports and events and cooking and planning birthday parties and all this, like you mentioned all these tabs that seem to be open all the time that women just have a hard time closing. It's a lot, it takes a lot of uh, Mm -hmm. a mental capacity and that's what happens, you know, uh, over periods of times, even years, to the point that you know, once nine o'clock, ten o'clock rolls in, women are just drained, mentally drained. They feel like they're drowning. And as mentioned, a lot of women don't understand, don't know that that actually has a term for it. It's not. It's, it goes beyond stress. Mm. It is def, yeah.
0: That's like super important because you're saying like that has a label. And that's one of the things I'm, I'm very open about the fact that I have a, I not only have a coach, but i have a therapist um, to, And that's just what I needed to like, and still need. Um, and so um, one of her biggest things is like having her put label, not labels necessarily, but calling things out. And I, we call it in precision nutrition, we're both just yes. noticing the naming um, and putting that name on something like that makes it real. And then it also it decatastrophizes it from "I'm a failure." It must just be me. I must just be lazy. Yeah. Why can't I get it together? To know this is so a thing on. that yeah. happens, and other women have it. You know, it happens to other women too. So I appreciate you talking about that and putting that name out there. So yeah, we can, it's definitely we can it, more. Uh,
1: it. You know, as, as expected, I guess it's because of, of society. The way society is is this is a uh, is often falls on women. And it is generally socialized to take you know the emotional life of other people they get so invested and you know they're caring they're loving they, they want to help they want to do everything but unfortunately, it really puts uh, uh, it puts their mental health and thus their physical health you know on a decline because it spends so much Uh, mental energy in this it's if i'm not mistaken that term was coined uh let me see i think it was back in 1983 so it's really let me see 2020 it's fairly a recent term because back then we just didn't know what to call it
0: right so this is super common i feel like i could talk to basically any woman and any woman and just be like okay is this describe it and be like is this yes. something that you yeah. feel and they're going to be like yes, um so so when you're talking about trying to address this and address self care, where where do you go from there now that we have put a name to it we we can say yes this is what this is I feel this, um well, what what, well, what do first you got to identify the
1: problem it. that's something I have tried to uh, help women uh, uh understand in all reality there has to be. A talk with your spouse, with your partner. So both parties understand there is an emotional imbalance in their relationship. Because if you don't identify the problem, you just can't fix the problem, right? It's important to have. It. And if if it comes to mm-hmm. have a counselor to kind of mediate the conversation, I will definitely suggest getting professional help because it reaches a point that the fighting might start happening and things to that effect, which erodes the family dynamics. And we never want to get to that point. If we can fix the problem and, you know, come to the table as a strong couple, okay, I'm feeling like this, I understand, and and try to mediate with the professional help, I think that will be uh, extremely helpful when it comes to dealing with the emotional labor of this.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's really great. Um, So for me too, I, I would think that I'm, I'm thinking about this like personally in my personal life as well. Um, it's because it, sometimes I have the coach hat mm-hmm. on, and sometimes I just have a me hat on, you know. Um, and I'm like, okay, so what? What have I found that's been helpful for me with this? And for for me, a lot of times too, it's um, there's this kind of expectation I think for a lot of women where it feels. If you have to ask for help, there, it's, it's like a two-part thing. If you have to ask yeah, for help, it feels not. like you're yeah. failing. And then the yeah. essence of asking for help also feels like yeah. energy that you don't want to have to expand. So it's like, <laughs> it's uh, like yeah. I don't want to have to ask for help because that's yes. tiring too. <laughs> but it's important.
1: I mean, not all of us can uh, you know, carry all the weight of the household on our shoulders. It's Yeah, if, if the help is needed, definitely I encourage listeners to reach out for help. I mean, it can be a coach, it can be a, a family therapist, anyone that can help mediate the conversation and, you know, hopefully reach uh, a resolution or at least so the emotional labor is equally divided between both partners.
0: Yeah, I think that's so important because it's just when they're like, it's too much to do, I can't do it alone. And I'm like, you're right, exactly. Like you, you, you can't, you can't do it alone. Um, or rather i suppose one could but it it's probably not the best way to to really live live your life if you have the option to go and i think in today's society um we very much feel disconnected from a sense of community and from having a a more i guess dynamic of of always having like a a nuclear family around us so we have this essence of okay, well, I I don't have a good relationship with my parents, or I don't have a spouse, or I don't have this, and so I don't have a support system. But I've actually found that most of my best support has come from, I will say, okay, like unconventional what, like sources. Oh yeah, uh, friends yeah. that I've made, and yeah, like I mean, in like a, I mean, I for now, for me. Uh, Where I'm at right now, I'm in like a a birth community um, because that's the people that I work around. And so there's these amazing other coaches and doulas and um, my therapist. And I mean, just honestly, just certain people. I'm very particular about all I want social social media. media Um,
1: (laughs) Yes, yes.
0: Yes. Um, And that's been one of the biggest things is is curating at social media. So I find people that offer support and don't make me feel guilty or shamed. Um, and building that kind of into my life and honestly just going out and looking for people that I, I identify with and I vibe with and being like, okay, this is a cool person, you know, and just reaching out and building that support system. Because as a, as a military spouse in yeah. particular, you know, we move a lot. So there's not really that nuclear family surrounding. Um, and then there's a lot of support groups. There really are a lot of support groups out there. Um, and Facebook groups have been super fun. So like go digging into I and mean, you anything, can find yeah. a, a Facebook group and I think there's an app. It. Yeah. Yeah. For anything. So it's like, you want yeah, to watch rom-coms together. There's a group for that. So I just want to throw that out there for people that might be thinking, Hey, I don't have, I don't have that, or I don't have a relationship with somebody there's support to be had. If you are willing to go and look for it and it might take a little bit more effort, but I, I, definitely can say from personal experience it pays off to have those people and if anyone has noticed this in 2020 there's been a a gravitational pull towards like technology even which can't entirely replace in-person contact but
1: yeah it's it's been helpful (laughs) important oh lord it just hugging someone and face-to-face conversation it's it's yeah Mm -hmm. it's very important especially these days good lord
0: Right. I know. I'm like, I just saw I saw a friend today and she yeah. goes, Are you doing yes. hugs? I'm like, Yeah, I'm doing hugs and we just gave a huge hug and it yes. was it was healing. Oh my gosh, I could feel this yeah, my body are not supposed that hug.
1: To, we're not made to to just interact over a screen. We're supposed to touch, hug, laugh together, eat together. That's it's the whole human connection that's how it revolves around it. Those those little moments, those are the ones that count. Yeah,
0: definitely. I love that. I love. I love that you included eating oh, yeah. because I'm like that's crucial right there. That's a very critical eat, thing. We'll,
1: yeah, we'll be. You must have been doing that for you know for millennia since we started you know living in caves and get coming together as a family around the fire and eating. You you know eating is a it's, it's part of being human.
0: Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. Food is so much more yeah. than just yeah you know calories or oh yeah we can talk it has about its food own all, story yeah. So. <laughs>
1: forever yeah
0: right i know i'm like <laughs> oh no i'm hungry i gotta go get some <laughs> oh man um wow okay there, there we've just talked about so many good things so many great topics i'm excited to bring you back to dive into them some more um for our future episodes if there if there's one thing or two things that you really just want listeners to hear and to take away today, what, what would those things be? I mean, there's, you just have so much good information, such beautiful stories, such wonderful support and such critical things for people to think about like self-care and simplicity and finding help and reaching out. I, it's hard for me to even land on one and say, okay, this is, this is the important. most important. So yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you the hard work. I'm gonna let the, you do the it. The best <laughs> advice that I
1: have is uh, focus on the person you can control, which is ourselves we have we mm-hmm. have so much control it, although you know even though we might feel that we don't if you if we cannot control anything around us the only thing we can control is ourselves we can control our emotions uh, how we move how we eat how to how we view ourselves is extremely important especially if we view ourselves as failures we will Feel that we're failures and, and we're not we're humans we make mistakes but making mistakes is how we learn that's how we grow that's how we learn not what to do and what keep doing uh, another thing that I, th- that I will suggest is you know again if you need help ask for help there's nothing wrong asking for help uh, all of us are going through... You know, I have my story. You, I'm pretty sure you have your story. Everyone has a story. Everyone has a struggle. None of us have a perfect life. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as perfection. It doesn't exist. But that's what makes us perfect. If that makes sense to the uh, uh, to the listeners, yeah. Just we (laughs) are. We're all imperfect, but perfect at the same at the uh, at the same time as well. So definitely take care of yourself. Focus on yourself because you're not selfish for doing so, at all.
0: Love that, love that. Thank, Thank you, you so much me. for being here today and sharing such wonderful truths. I'm excited to have you back at some point. Um, you guys, I'll put his um, stuff where you can follow him on social media in the show notes. He has some people he recommends that you go follow as well. And I'll put those in the show notes also. Um, most of them are also good, really good friends of mine. Um, and so I really want you to go and follow him. He's been putting out some really great stuff on Facebook. Um, I've started following him since he agreed to do this interview. And I'm like,
1: oh, I love this. Thank I love this. You, I love you. this.
0: I love this too. So
1: I'm all um, about positive. Mean, the world is full of negativity and we don't need that on social media. We don't, we don't need more Negativity. There's too much of it already. We need positive people, empowering people. People are going to make a difference and and help others improve their lives. That's what we need more of. That's for sure.
0: I love it. And you're definitely a good, good person to follow for that. Um, so I encourage everyone to follow you guys, um, and see your, your beautiful wife and her gorgeous smile, (laughs) um, on your, your Facebook as well. Yes, please do. I was like, oh my gosh, she's just, she's radiant. Um, she's so beautiful. So, and uh, I really appreciate you being here today and sharing all of this really, really good information and part of your story and part of your heart, um, with us today. And guys, as always, you can follow me and find me and send me an email. If you have questions
1: for George for the next
0: episodes, um, please send those in. Yes. And, um, I'll, I'll give them to him and we'll, we'll dive into those topics more. Um, men's mental health, beekeeping, all the things, Um, I'm really excited about this. So thank you very much for listening, you guys. And as always, light and love to you all. And we will see you next time on What in the Wellness. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening today. If you're interested in being a sponsor or a patron of this podcast to help us develop more resources and get more exciting things out into the world about the global perspective on integrative wellness and health, please feel free to reach out via email or message. And I look forward to seeing you and the new subscribers that you're going to bring to the podcast as we go along on this journey. Thank you so much for being here and I wish you all the best and light and love as you continue throughout your day today.